Welcome to the Darling Girls Podcast, hosted by Jenny Lundstrom and Grace Fedorchak, two mid-20 single gals with a long-distance friendship and a passion for personal growth. Listen along as we chat about life, wellness, and everything in between, because we're all just on a journey to be our best selves. Stay darling. Top of the morning. What? That's not how we said we were gonna start it. I think of like, like how to like start a thing without saying top of the morning, hey. darling girls. Top of the morning, but also that was a terrible accent, and also it's probably not necessarily morning. Honestly, that was precious. Let's roll with it. Uh, today we have a very special guest. I was like uh, British when I said it. Top of top, how do you say it in Irish? Top of the morning. Uh-huh. What is that? What is that? Is that, is that Australian? I only know oh, how to a do British Aust- too. We're both just really mixing up. Like I only know how to do Australian and British, and they they interchangeably. Oh really? Do you know how to do both of those? Like, I don't know which one. It really <laughs> yeah, like that's a, what I was it's like say. a mix. It's a mix of that's, both. That's what I was gonna say. Is I can't confidently say that I could do one of those yeah. and be like, "This is definitely Australian." Especially I think when I'm drunk, it. I think it's British, and it's like, no. You do, you do. <laughs> okay, sorry, not important. Okay, well, top, everybody. top of the morning, top of the, top morning. Of the day, top of the evening, whenever you're top listening. Of the night. <laughs> Today we have a very special guest. Um, her name is Shelby Johnson. She was my this is like such a special guest for you i feel like it is because she's she was my if you know what a big is in a sorority it's like your big sister aka your mom aka the person that like kind of like leads you through the whole process of becoming a sorority sister and um yeah so she was like my favorite person the first person i met in college that was in zeta and just an amazing human being all around like she's just like such a good She's so role smart. model. Yeah, just such a good role model. So that's why she's so special. And insanely, insanely gorgeous. Yeah, freaking unreal. Nice. Yeah. So we talk about dating apps because she met her fiance on Hinge. And we talk about kind of red flags and green flags when you are on dating apps or in the first stages of dating somebody. And then we get to hear about her incredibly romantic engagement story which is like so romantic this is the reason why we like I even thought to bring her on because it's it's such an iconic story yeah it's crazy and the pictures and like like I just needed to hear I needed to hear her tell the story in detail Mm -hmm. like from beginning to end because I remember her telling me some details of when they met and I knew that they dated like from the dating app but Mm -hmm. like now, unreal. now the bar is like in heaven. Yeah, literally. Like it, it's not so, even attainable, but hopefully it is because yeah. fingers are crossed. Yeah, exactly. So it's super, super awesome conversation and so fun to get to be there while you guys kind of caught up. So I loved it. Welcome, Shelby Johnson. Welcome, darling girls. Thanks for having me. Super excited to be here. Um, we were in the same sorority in at FSU, and she was my mom. She was my big. 
my mom. <laughs> yes, I was. I was Grace's big. So um, she's been my idol since the day that I walked into the Zeta house. I was like, oh, I love her. And then somebody walked up to us and they're like, you guys kind of look alike. And I was like, forever. Yes. That's my biggest flex. I was like, I look like Shelby. We're twins. People, people used to tell us all the time that we looked like each other. Um, I think it's I'm our smiles. Sure. I think we have similar teeth or something. Yeah. And like the cheeks or something. Yeah. Um, the big cheeks. I'm trying to remember the first time that we actually met I don't know why is there's like a sushi date popping in my mind well first or second time that we met well like you rushed me and then you know how you had to like flirt with each other so that you can find a little and then we went on a sushi date yeah okay I couldn't remember if that was like before after you were my officially my little but I had this sushi date popping in my mind and I was like oh my god I'm obsessed with her she has to be my little and we were the same, like we love to work out. We love to, it was just like, oh, it was perfect. Yeah. Health and fitness. Still mm-hmm. the same. Still the same. Still, Still the same, same. Um, loves. But Shelby has since then fucking thrived. She left. Okay. So I left Florida State, obviously moved back to Naples. And then Shelby went, were you, did you go back to Sarasota and then move again? I can't remember. I did only for summer. I went, so we graduated or I graduated in May of 2018. Yeah. And then I moved home for like a month, a uh, month and a half, just until my job started in Denver. And then I moved out to Denver in July of 2018. So I've been here for coming up on four years, which is crazy. That's wild. Yeah, I know. Wait, wait, you have to actually, I totally forgot that I was going to ask you this, but weren't you on Siesta Key for a minute too? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? So that was actually famous. You're famous. <laughs> that was something that happened. Um, well, there's a long backstory to it where the short version is they started filming the pilot when I was, I want to say a junior or senior in high school. And we were just like dumb little high school kids like oh yeah like you want to film us record us whatever like it was cool and then I left went off to college met all new people that I loved way more than the people in my crazy hometown and they came back I think it was like my junior year um spring maybe and they were like oh yeah so MTV picked up the show like we're doing it. When are you coming back? Like, here's how much we're going to pay you. And I'm like, oh, wait, no, 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 no. <laughs> I have like a whole career that I'm focused on right now. I'm like, I just got an internship in Silicon Valley with like my dream firm. I'm like, no, I'm not giving that up to come home and like film this show that I don't even know if it's going to be successful with a bunch of people that I don't like anymore. Like, sorry, it's just not happening. I remember when they asked you to do that. I mean, it was constant. It literally was for probably three or four years. Like the conversations finally just stopped probably a year ago about with, yeah, them like begging me to come film. So when I was home for that summer before I moved to Denver, I was still hanging out with those people and things just kind of like came about naturally. And they were like, wait, like, because I had some tea. And they were like, can we just film you saying that to Chloe when you're doing her makeup for the pool party? And I'm like, whatever, I don't care. I'm like, film me. So that's kind of what happened. And then I was like featured on the one episode. And 
famous famous that's so cool you grace did not tell me that i totally forgot until you just said sarasota and i was like oh i forgot when you were famous (laughs) god it's so funny yeah things uh i mean yeah things change whatever i moved on everyone's still living the same life in sarasota which is great for them Mm -hmm. but it just wasn't it wasn't the life for me (laughs) and now you're engaged uh. yeah (laughs) oh my goodness I'm so freaking happy for you. So wait, you, so, so relationship wise, because that's what we're here to talk about. Yes. Did you have a relationship from Sarasota or from FSU when you moved to Denver? Were you single? Did you know anybody? Give me the whole backstory. Yeah. So moving to <laughs> kind of funny cause it's complicated, but there was a guy from high school that I was friends with originally and then things kind of evolved we were you know talking slash dating for a little bit as we as I went off to college and he stayed in Sarasota so I went to FSU we dated for like a month while I was there and I was like okay no like there's a whole new world out here I just I can't be tied down and you like texting me while I'm at parties like I'm trying to experience the college life and I just can't do that with you so we broke up um I was single for probably like a month or two and found another guy, which is a whole separate story that we'll have to circle back to. <laughs> Dated him for like two and a half years. And then when we broke up, kind of started talking to the, the first like boyfriend from Sarasota again. And then things lasted for a few months and moved out to Denver and then kind of hit that same mentality again, where I was like, okay, no, there's a whole new world out here. Like I need to go explore Denver. I just don't think this is going to work for us. So I broke things off almost immediately after he came to visit me in Denver. Um, oh, like he right went to I visit you? Out. Oh, shit. Yeah, he, he broke his heart twice. Like, what'd you say? You broke his heart twice. <laughs> I know. I Probably more than twice. I feel a little bad for that. Honestly, I do. We're, we're still friends to this day, which is great, but um yeah to answer your question grace I was single uh for the most part in Denver and then it only took about a month and a half not even to meet Matt my now fiance so that fast I did not know that yeah it was really quick (laughs) which was not intentional but that's just how things kind of unfolded so So we know that you met on a dating app. We need all the details. First of all, which one did you download? Second of all, why did you download it? And third of all, so you met Mac on the app after a month. Did you even go on dates with other people? Yeah, I have so many questions. All great questions. All great questions. Um, So I, like I said, I was single for like a month and a half and I was perfectly fine being single. I really enjoyed it. I had a great apartment in downtown Denver, like tons of things to do. I liked my job. I was meeting people and I was just kind of like bored. I mean, I didn't know, I didn't know a ton of people in Denver, actually. That was probably a lie to be like, I was meeting a bunch of people. (laughs) (laughs) I was like lonely laying at my pool one day and my friend Kat had texted me and she was like, oh my God, like you need to download Hinge. Um, it's, you know, it's so hard to meet guys here in Denver, which like is true. I can attest to that. It is a very different culture than Florida. I like, I would go out here like fully glammed up, like 
hair and makeup done and a cute outfit. And I could not get a guy to look at me, talk to me. Like it was the weirdest thing I had ever experienced because in Florida and Grace, as you know, at Florida state, especially guys would be flocking like all the time, like not to me specifically, but like to any girls, they would I don't be even believe that people weren't flocking to you because no, it's, it's I just true. like, that's hard to believe. No, it's true. It was really, it, it was just strange. I'm like, okay, this is super odd. Cause the guys, so the they're just like them. not interested. What do you mean? They aren't like, so they just don't, don't want to be bros. Like they're just Colorado bros who came here to ski and smoke weed. And like, they weren't interested in relationships. Maybe huh. they were gay. Who knows? Like, I don't know, but like anything goes. <laughs> yeah. It was hard to meet and talk to guys like live in Denver. So that's why my friend Kat, like she was experiencing the same thing. And she's like, you should just download this dating app called Hinge. I'm like, what the hell is Hinge? I'm like, okay, whatever. I guess I'll do it because I'm bored laying at my pool. It's on a Sunday. And so I download the app and I start like scrolling through and I'm like, okay, I don't know. Um, I'm like, I just, I don't even know why I'm on here, honestly. But anyways, then I scroll and I match with Matt and he like, swipe left or right or whatever it is on me and we start messaging I think we sent like I don't know maybe five or six messages back and forth I'm like looking at his profile I'm like this totally has to be a catfish I'm like I, I there's no <laughs> way this is real like he's a catfish he's too good to be on hinge like why is he on here and so after like the five or six message exchanges that we had he asked me to go to drinks and it was a Sunday I'm like, oh, I don't really know. Like, like the day know. of? Like yeah, you wanted to go the day of? of. Yeah, the no, what? it literally was within 10 minutes of us matching, chatting. He asked me for a drink and I was like, okay. I'm like, I really don't want to do this. But at the same time, like I'm the one who downloaded Hinge and I should just give it a try. Like the worst thing that can happen is like, you know, he's crazy. He's a serial killer. I get kidnapped, whatever. And that would really suck. Yeah, <laughs> like, whatever. Like, like the worst case, whatever. Scenario. <laughs> I, die. I guess the second worst case scenario is like, I just, I hate him and I never have to see him. I never have to talk to him again. So I'm like, whatever, it's worth a shot. Um, so I go for drinks. I'm like, so nervous. First time I've ever been on an in-person date after like meeting somebody online. So I just didn't know what to expect. Um, turns out that like he was completely normal and so nice, so chill, just as handsome and hot in his pictures. And I'm like, oh my God, like, is this too good to be true? Like we're having normal conversations. Everything was perfect. And at the end, like he drove me home and asked me for a second date, like that same night. And he was like, do you want to go to taco Tuesday? And I'm like, yes thank you I'm like he didn't leave me hanging like he knew exactly what he wanted I was like hell yeah see you at tacos on Tuesday <laughs> so that and cannot then, be normal yeah yeah I don't know I mean I don't think it is normal because he was like a serial dater on hinge he had been on probably like 50 or 100 dates before me yeah on hinge that was going to so, be my question is like, cause, cause I was going to say whoa. like, like that's a very unusual experience that you had to like download it. I'm sure you matched with a couple of people as well as him, but to, to immediately match with him and then go on a date and then have it work out like instant 
really? Like, that's crazy. So I was going to ask, like, had he been on before? And you answered that. That's so crazy, though. Yeah, he, I, I think he, like, I've obviously asked him several times, like, why did you go on so many dates? And his response was really just like, that he was looking for his person and he was being really picky. He wasn't going to settle. And so um, like his whole experience with it was like, he would match with girls. He would take them out for drinks or dinner or whatever. If he didn't like them, he would tell them like afterwards, Hey, I just don't think this is going to work out and move on and go to the next person, which honestly, like, how respectful. I don't think that's, yeah. I, I, I was like, I don't know. I don't think that's weird at all. I think that's amazing. Oh. Like if you don't connect with somebody, let them know immediately and move on with your lives and let them move on too. Well, so, yeah, that's, that's so respectful. Cause like nowadays with, with social, um, social media, but also dating apps, it's a lot of ghosting or like you were saying, catfishing or just like a lot of immaturity, I think still. Yeah. I think what we're hearing, Grace, is the stories of a mature guy. <laughs> a man, yes. Yeah. yeah. So, I remember just... Shelby telling me the tales of Mac and I was like, hmm, <laughs> I need that. Yeah, I feel like I preach my friends all the time on like, you need a man, not a boy. Yeah. If, they're, if they're showing boy behavior, it's an immediate no. Gotta go, see you later. Like, you don't have to put up with it. So I don't know, I got those like, manly respectful good communicator vibes from him right away and I was like yes honey I am in I'm in so <laughs> you were lucky little bitch. were you were you ever on dating apps before that or was that your first time so I had been on a couple of dating apps like before that but not in a serious way so I'd been on Bumble when I moved out to California for the summer of like 2016 or 2017 I was like okay why don't I just like go on a date with the guy I downloaded Bumble and I hated it because the girl has to initiate yeah and then I just wouldn't I would like match yeah. with somebody but then I wouldn't say anything and I'm like yeah I would prefer that they reach out to me honestly and so like, this one's not gonna work <laughs> um and then what oh I tried the league so everyone had always like talked up the league. You guys know the league? What's mm-hmm. that one? The league? It's, they try to make it like kind of exclusive. Um, like you have to apply to get on it. I don't think it's as serious as like Raya. If you know Raya. That's like, yeah, for famous people, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. They say. I have no idea. Like, Oh my God. I have no idea. But um, the league is kind of the same concept where they try to make it exclusive and you have to apply to get on there. But you only got like three matches a day unless you paid for it. And I'm like, okay, I'm not that like I don't need it. I don't need it that bad. Like I'm not gonna not that desperate it. yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I didn't um I, I just had the three matches a day and it was awful. Like the guys that I was meeting on there, like they all had really amazing jobs, but like no personality, not attractive in my opinion. So I struggled with that and I'm like, okay, I just completely give up. And so that's why I was kind of feeling like hopeless in terms of the dating apps until my friend Kat was really like, okay, you need to download Hinge. It's way better than all the other ones. So you owe Kat your entire life. I know. Well, oh my God. Oh my God. And the hilarious thing, I don't know how I forgot to mention this before, but 
she had matched with Matt before me. (sighs) (laughs) Did they go on a date? So I don't think they went on, I'm trying to remember, I don't think they went on a date, but they matched and they were like, they got to the point where they like exchanged numbers and they were texting. And so when I showed, when I screenshotted his profile to her, she's like, oh my God, I matched with him and we were talking and I was like, oh no. I'm like, well, I'm like, what do I do? And I start treading lightly. I'm like, well, do you care? Like you guys obviously didn't hit it off. Like do you care if I go on a date with him? And I'm like praying. She says, no. Yeah. She said, no. She's like, I don't care. Just go. So thank God she did. <laughs> oh my God. Can you imagine? She's like petty about it. Like, oh no, I don't want you to go. Like I was into him and he texted me that he wasn't into, into me at all. Yeah. And that I don't meet my future husband. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Thank God. She's a, oh, what a good friend. Yeah. What a I good know. friend first of all. And crazy how the world works, honestly. Yeah. It really is like one turn of events could have prevented us from meeting that's kind of crazy to think about yeah and I think it's um hilarious that you um even did dating apps because if I w- I think everyone listening needs to go find Shelby on Instagram you guys are gonna be like what the heck this girl is the most gorgeous girl you I've ever seen <laughs> in my life so I can't believe that you were even on dating apps at all oh my gosh you guys are too sweet like I, I feel mean- like you could be walking on the street and anybody would just be like swoop you up that's why I don't believe like I'm shocked that you going out people weren't like swooning all over you like that's so bizarre I don't know it's maybe they're all just high in Denver (laughs) yeah that's what it is (laughs) that's that is literally what it is I mean yeah they're just bros so um. so let's talk about um did you kind of continue dating when you were dating Mac or were you like fully all in right away Yeah. I mean, I was fully in, like I was completely single. I, I, I eased, I want to say that I eased into it, but I honestly don't know if I did. (laughs) Like he was still talking to girls though from, cause I told you he was a serial dater. So he was still kind of talking to, I think, I don't know, maybe one or two girls who, who really knows, but he told me that after our like second or probably our third date he ended up texting them to say like oh I'm actually seeing someone else and just kind of cut it off with them but like I was I was all in I'm like I'm here you know I'm not going anywhere like unless you do something crazy or weird and he didn't (laughs) so um yeah I was all in I wasn't dating anybody else and I wasn't really looking either because like I said earlier I was pretty content being single at the time and he just kind of having to come by and sweep me off my feet so yeah he really did like he did like you didn't have to do anything you were just like oh one swipe and then he came in and was like I'm gonna treat you like a fucking princess yeah literally though and another funny thing that happened too is at the time I was working at an oil and gas private equity firm so I was the only female on our investment team of nine other guys and Max sent me flowers to my office (laughs) (laughs) third date and I got made so much fun of by these guys and they were like honestly being assholes like calling him like I don't even remember what they were saying about him but they were being total assholes about it and I'm like listen I'm like this guy's doing it right like 
I'm sitting here hearing my, one of our partners talk shit about his wife. And I'm like, yeah. dude, you, I'm not taking relationship advice from you. Like, please yeah. Please. So, yeah. So yeah, he, uh, that was pretty funny, but he was like, so sweet. He always just did like little thoughtful things like that. I'm like, what, like, who does that? It was, I loved it. He still does stuff like that. Oh my oh, gosh. Well, you hours of work. Nobody's ever done that to me in my entire life of living. <laughs> that, okay. <laughs> That's not true. I feel like you've gotten flowers at work. You brought me flowers once. <laughs> I'm serious. You're, those are the only flowers I've ever been get. Yeah, pretty much. Well, you're welcome. That's why I cried. I'm a really good boyfriend. <laughs> That's why I cried. I just started crying. He's like, have you, has no one shown you love in your life? And I'm like, oh my God. Oh my God. Okay. This is my reminder to send Grace flowers. Yeah. <laughs> send Grace flowers, guys. No, don't because I did. They just die because I don't take care of them. <laughs> um. So let's kind of talk about before we... I kind of, cause I want to know, like, you know, you're further into your dating and kind of how you knew he was the one, but before that, let's talk about red flags and maybe some of your past, not so great experiences with men and kind of what you, I mean, if you say you hadn't met him on the first go around with the dating app and you were kind of still looking for a couple months what kind of red flags you typically looked for. Um, or we could talk about too, like some green flags that he had. And, you know, I want to give our listeners some advice on what to look yeah. for. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like it. So maybe let's start with, I would say let's start with the green flags and then we can go red and talk Perfect. about why. Yeah, um, I've identified those things. So, <laughs> um, as far as the green flags, he, like I said, right off the bat was just very, very, like he came off as a man to me, like through his like honesty and just being super forward and like, um, I, I don't even know how to describe it. There's just like an energy. You told to me him. he had such good communication with you. Everything yeah. he did. We re- we really like we have the best communication. Um he and I just like got a really good energy from him. Like I'm big on energy. And so I feel like I can kind of pick up on when people are like sketchy or like hiding things, not being honest. And the vibe that I got from him was just like fun, loving, honest, like an overall good guy. And so I think for a long time, like several months into our relationship, I was looking, I'm like, okay, what is his flaw? Like, on, like seriously, I'm like, what is his flaw? He like, everyone has a flaw, right? Like <laughs> he has to have one. You're and like, so what's I'm wrong like, with you? Yeah. Because I, I, you know, and we'll get into this later, but it's because I came from like a really terrible previous relationship where everything was a lie. So I like was constantly on guard and he just continued to prove that like, there are good, honest people out there. So I think just like, you know, being trustworthy, honest, um, and just very like respectful too. like, not first of all, there's not a mean bone in his body, but like, second of all he would just always like treat everybody no matter what like with the same level of respect and so I just always thought that was amazing and I think that's kind of one of like the guiding principles in our relationship now is just like that respect that we have for each other um well when you were saying that he like would text the girls and be like hey 
you know, yeah. I'm just not feeling it. Like that is the most respectful thing I've ever heard. Like that is the biggest green flag I've ever heard. Biggest green flag, biggest green flag for sure. I think more men need to start doing that. And like, because it's, it's so unique. respectful. It is. It's like, you're okay. Like this girl is interested in you and you're not interested in her. The least you can do is just be like, Hey, I, you know, it's just not working for me. And that's so brave and, and respectful to like just humans in general, which is amazing. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, so I would say those are like kind of, those are the green flags for me. Um, I, like I said, I honestly, like to this day have looked for flaw, like, you know, everyone has their thing. I think with him, it's like, I was always trying to like pick something out, like, you know, what, what is wrong with you? And like, still to this day, haven't found anything that's like significant. Of course, every relationship, like has their, you know, bumps in the road, but like nothing that's like, oh my God, red flag, like you shouldn't get married to this guy. (laughs) So, you know, that's, you know, part of the reason why we're engaged. Um, (laughs) but still looking, haven't found a reason, but we'll find one. (laughs) Still looking. No, I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm not looking at this point. I think I know who he is. Um, so I think as far as like general red flags in relationships, like trust is the biggest one for me. Um, so I would say, yeah, it, it's, it's going to be trust for me and maybe we can get into (laughs) the reasons why. Um, Yeah. Get into the red flags. Like it's clear that Mac is a unicorn and he doesn't have any red flags, but tell us what you would immediately like you would have left him originally if you if you want to talk about the past relationship or if you just want to say like in general yeah so one thing for me is always like you know I, I've said it so many times now but like the communication and just picking up on somebody's energy um I one thing I noticed too and this is like weird but this is totally our generation is like in past relationships when like a guy couldn't commit to me, he would never post me on his like story or on his Instagram at all. Yes. And, and I yes. always thought that was so weird. I'm like, who are you hiding from? And like, why are, why are you hiding me? And so I think that like when guys tell you that like you're in a committed relationship, but won't post you on their social media and they post everything else, that's a huge red flag. And I don't think that men should get away with that. I really don't. Yep, <laughs> so. that's happened to me too. And 100%, I was like, hmm, maybe he's just a private person. At the yeah, end of the day, no, you're like, no. And no. you try and justify it too. And it's like, no, don't no. justify it. They're doing it for a reason. And the yeah, other there's always a reason. There are other girls. Yep. Other girls. Mm-hmm. Even if it's like, why would they, even if there's no other girls, they just don't want people to know that they're not single I don't know I freaking I yeah okay good that's a good one not posting you yeah um let me let me think about what else um I think that again with the social media thing too like in a past relationship same one I have seen the guy like comment on other girls pictures I think liking is one thing but going as far to comment on comment what like, what was he commenting like a winky face ew Shelby yeah I know oh my I god know. I know like 
trying to remember more like specific examples, but like winky faces. And then, oh, there was um, getting texts from girls where he would put, he would like rename them in his phone to be like his, like one of his guy friends. And I'm like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Things oh, this is worse than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I mean, all of those things are related to trust. The second one is like the guys I think should always just kind of not like worship the ground you walk on, but in a way, like treat you like their queen and it should be about you, not about them. An, An example from again, the past relationship is like, I was getting ready. I spent probably three or four hours getting ready for a date function. I don't remember which one this one was, Grace, but um, I went like to Mac and I got my makeup done. I went to Hotheads for my hair blown out. Hotheads. Yeah, I know. Picked out my outfit. And then I get in the car and he, ex-boyfriend, looks at me and then looks at himself in the mirror and goes, damn, I look good. And I'm like, oh my God, you narcissist. (laughs) Are you kidding me? I'm like, I just spent four hours getting ready, all this money, look at my hair. Like you don't even compliment me at all. It, It was always about him. So I think like the whole narcissist thing is another one that it's like, just, just watch out for it. Honestly, like if they're not, if they care more about themselves than you, or at least don't care about you equally. Like it's a yeah. no. It's a no. Oh so, my god. Yeah. Um. That had to been a sem- that had to have been like a semi formal or formal or something. I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to remember which one it was. All I remember is I dressed up as Sandy from Greece. I oh, I remember that one. Oh, yeah. he looked so good. I can't believe you continued to date him after he did that. I, I'm pretty sure I tried to break. I'm pretty sure that was like the last straw for me. And I was like trying to break up with him. So yeah, because like your Shelby is literally the most like independent, like not that you're aggressive, but like you stand up for yourself. Like it's, I just can't see you that happening to you and you not looking over your shoulder and being like, number one, like screw you. I'm getting out of this car and I'm getting an Uber to the date function. And you're not allowed in. Like I'm shocked. Yeah. It, I know it was close. Um, I, I'm pretty sure I tried, but like things got so much worse from there. So um, the last one I would say as far as like red flags is if you're in a serious relationship and you have met their parents, they've met yours and your parents don't approve. Like to me, that's always been a big one. Like if my family doesn't approve, it's going to be hard for us to get past that. Mm-hmm. And like in a last relationship, like my parents were so not a fan of my ex and I continue to fight them. And I'm like, you guys are just being judgmental, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, your mother's always right. It's, it's really true. You're so your mother's right. always right. Your parents are right. Like listen to them. So if your parents don't like the guy, just, Red flag. just listen to them. Yeah. Red flag. Red flag. I think that that is one of mine too. Um, like, cause I think well, we're probably lucky in that we have good parents and a good support system, but like truthfully, yeah. Like if anybody in my family doesn't like who I'm dating, I'm like, Ooh, okay. 
that is but then like and then like great families. and then when you're with like the person that you're meant to be with that's not even going to be like a thought in your brain that you're gonna have to worry about totally, totally. so yeah it's um well I I I especially harp on that one now because like I said my mom really really especially never liked my ex and then when she met Mac for the first time we were at dinner we went to sushi and my mom <laughs> we had sat down and talked for like 30 minutes all of us it was like going amazing and then Mac gets up and he goes to the bathroom and my mom literally just starts crying at the table and she was like oh my god one for you he's the one like he treats you like a princess he's so sweet like he's it and like my stepdad was agreeing and everything and he was they were like oh my god we love him like you can just tell he's such an amazing genuine guy so I was like oh sigh of relief I'm like I don't have to worry about that anymore like it just feels better you know like you're going with your intuition how long had you been dating him when he met your mom then Oh gosh, probably. Well, cause my, since my parents are still in Florida, it was hard to like get down and see them. Yeah. Um, I want to say it was probably like four or six months that we, okay. So that yeah. makes sense that she started crying. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cause we had like FaceTimed obviously so he could meet them. But like the first oh. time in person was probably like I don't know, anywhere from four to six months. I don't remember exactly, but yeah. So that by that time, you guys are like really serious. Oh my God, mm. that's precious. That's so yeah. cute. Yeah. So how long have you guys been dating now and how long have you been engaged? So we have been dating for a little over three years. Our three year was August 19th. So Time flies. About, I guess three and a half now. Um, and We've been engaged since my birthday, which was August 12th. So yeah, he proposed literally a week before our three-year like dating anniversary. Did you know that was going to happen? Um, I knew the engagement was coming at some point. I didn't know when exactly. Um, we had planned a trip to Greece in June of 2020. And then because of COVID, obviously couldn't go. So at the time, like when we were planning the 2020 trip, I knew it was probably getting close, but didn't know if it would happen that soon. And then when it got postponed, I was like, okay, I know it's coming soon. Like I can just feel it. And Mac is such like a guy of grand gestures. I was like, I don't think that he's going to pass up an opportunity to propose in Greece, like one of the most beautiful places. Like I just know him and that's something that he would do. It's also going to be my birthday in Greece and Ugh. our three year, the day after we leave. So I'm like, if he didn't do it in Greece, I would literally be shocked, but I didn't know for sure. I had, you know, I really didn't know. So, so did you guys talk about marriage a lot? So you kind of knew it could happen or did you like pick out a ring? So you knew it was going to happen. No, we, we always talked about marriage a lot. I would say starting in, I don't know, maybe like a year and a half into our relationship. Um, maybe even a year. Cause like, it was one of those situations where like, when you know, you know, and we just mm -hmm. knew. And so even starting around the year mark, we would talk about like, 
marriage and like, oh, what do you want? And like, do you ever want kids? And like, what kind of ring do you like? And so I started becoming that like annoying girlfriend that was DMing him like Instagram um, videos and pictures of rings that I liked oh. almost like every day. And he's like, okay, I get it. Please stop sending me these like, <laughs> like a year and a half. Um, so I knew that it was coming just because we had talked about it a lot. Um, but like I said, I just didn't know when it was going to happen. Okay. So explain, tell us the story. How did he do it? Details. We know it's in Greece. We saw the amazing pictures. Yeah, it was in Greece. So yeah, we went for my birthday, like I said, um, and just like a, a trip that we had planned for a long time. And we got there. Uh, so my birthday is the 12th. We got there on the 11th and we were staying at, I don't know if you guys have seen, you probably have seen the hotel on Instagram, but it's like, it's called Cavatagu and they have one in Santorini and Mykonos, but it's like this beautiful resort on the Island. Um, like amazing food. You have like your own, you know, pool in your, at your room in your suite. And so when we had checked in, the manager like greeted us at the front and he was like, oh my gosh, like you guys are here for like a special surprise or whatever. And like, I could see Matt kind of like panicking when we checked (laughs) in, but it turned out the guy was just talking about like my birthday or so we Uh think. And so he's like, oh, I'm going to upgrade you to like the grand honeymoon suite or something like that. So we we check into our room. It's like the most beautiful thing I've ever seen in my life. We have like our own private pool looking out onto the caldera ocean um, and like the old volcano. And we went out to dinner, like at our hotel that night. And it was funny because I had seen a couple that was like sitting at this special table at our restaurant and get engaged. And I'm like, oh, look at them get engaged. Must be nice. (laughs) You know, it's like first day of the trip. Like I I don't want to stick my foot in my mouth. So I just kind of shut up after that. Um, And then on the next day, which is my birthday, we woke up, we had like breakfast catered to us. We had like one of those floating breakfasts, like in the pool in the shape of a heart. With the heart shape. That's when I was, you know, I was watching these stories, literally going, is it happening? Is it going to happen? I'm like, I know it's her birthday, but he has to be doing this right now. No, literally you and everybody else, because I'm not kidding. I probably got 15 to 20 DMs from girls, like mostly our Zeta sorority sisters. All of them. All of them DMing me like, oh my God, is it happening? Do you think it's happening on this trip? Like it totally has to be happening. He would be an idiot not to do it on this trip. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, maybe it is, but I'm like, please, I'm like, stop putting it in my head. Like I'm freaking out enough, like so nervous and antsy. So anyways, um, we wake up, we get the floating breakfast and then he got this private like, um, boat slash mini yacht thing to take us around the ocean. And it was like the most fun day ever. We, they just took us around with like, um, the captain and then you know, drink wine, ate fruit, like swam in the ocean. Um, it was so amazing and beautiful. They took us to like a private lunch um, at this little restaurant. And then we went back. And as we were going back into town, um, we got the news that Max's grandpa had passed away that day. And so things were like, you know, really amazing and fun. And then kind of took a turn because 
like they knew he was sick, but he ended up passing away like on that day. So it was like pretty emotional. Um, we get back to the hotel. My mom had like tried to plan a surprise and she's like calling Mac all stressed out and everything. And she was like, oh my God, like I tried to send wine and flowers and balloons and like they didn't get my order. Like, can you help? And so Mac's running around all stressed out, like trying to help my mom. But now that I know um, what was happening, like he was stressed because of the engagement. <laughs> so oh he was like, God. he Poor was freaking guy. out because he's trying to plan a whole engagement. My mom's calling him like, oh, can you go get the bottle of wine? Like they didn't get the Whispering Angel over to <laughs> And so, um, we were just kind of like hanging out at our pool, you know, drink the wine or champagne that my mom had sent. And then we got ready to go to a dinner. And all I knew about the dinner was like, it was like this special surprise dinner, like one of the most beautiful places on the Island. And I, as we start getting ready for dinner, I'm like reading some of these DMS from these girls. And then I start getting really nervous and I'm like doing my hair and makeup and I'm like literally shaking and it's getting gradually worse, like as I'm getting ready. And so I put on, I had ordered this dress, like Mac helped me pick out, like, I'm like asking him, of course, like, okay, it's a surprise dinner. Like, what should I wear? Cause I don't know where we're going. Yeah. So I ordered this like white lacy dress from Revolve. It was like from, for Love and Lemons, you might've seen it online, but um, it kind of looks like a bridal dress in a way, but he had originally yeah. told me like, oh, it's really pretty. You should wear that. So I'm like, okay, I get all ready. And I put on this like white dress and I literally look like a bride and he freaks out and he's like, oh my God, take off the dress. Like you can't wear that. People are going to think that we're getting married. Like, it's not like, he's like, no, you're not going to want to wear that. And I was like, what the hell? I'm like, I did my hair and my makeup for this dress. Like, why are you telling me to change last minute? Like we're, we're literally late for dinner because he was trying to time it with sunset. And so we end up, you know, I end up changing the dress. We walk out, um, to like, go get in our car to go to the surprise. So what dress did you wear? Did you have a backup? So yeah, I had this like gold. This I did luckily have a backup. Chris is like, what the heck did you do? I would be, I would literally leave. I would just go back. I'd be like, you told me to get this dress and you're telling me not to wear this dress. I know. I was like panicking. And so I'm like, oh my God, I'm like, I guess I can change. Let me pivot really quick. So I put on this like long gold sparkly dress, like the one that I'm wearing in the pictures. Yeah. And I need to go back and look because I, I, yeah, I, I had worn it to a wedding over summer and okay. I'm like weird with that kind of, I'm like, oh, I already wore it. Like, I don't want to wear it again. Well, especially because so, you're like, are you going to put a fucking ring on my finger? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, everything has to be perfect. Um, so I ended up putting on the dress We walk outside and Mac like sees the manager and he's like, okay, like I'm ready. Like we're late for a reservation. We got to go. And there was a miscommunication between Mac and the manager. So there was like no car waiting for us and we were already late. <laughs> so Mac starts panicking. He's like, not yelling, but he's like, dude, like, you know, they were like whispering because the manager knew exactly what was happening. So the manager panics, he's like, get my car, get my car. So he gets his car, like oh my God. drives us over to the other side of the island or wherever it was. It was like 10 minutes away. And then we have to go and, you know, it's like picturesque Greece, right? There's like all the stairs and you have to like walk down. Like you really shouldn't be wearing heels, but of course I'm wearing these like five inch wedges. Well, finally we walked down 270 steps and 
I'm like literally we're like falling down the stairs it's like slippery I'm wearing the, the wedges <laughs> and all of that and uh we finally get to this place that like looks like it could be our you know surprise dinner and I'm literally shaking at this point I don't think either of us are talking to each other because we're. I was just like gonna thinking. say because he was so nervous and you're nervous so it's like yeah, we weren't talking to each other. I literally was just trying to breathe. I, I literally texted Winona, like my my best friend, Grace, you know, from yeah. Zeta. And I go, oh You're my like, God. like, Winnie, I, I can't breathe. Yeah, I literally said, I can't breathe. I don't know what to do. And she's like, meanwhile, she knows everything that's about to unfold. And she's like, just take a deep breath and like take an ashwagandha. And I'm like, girl, I already left. Like my ashwagandha is in the hotel so I'm like, I guess the deep breathing will have to do the trick, but, uh, we get to this anyways, this beautiful, um, it's like an all white restaurant. There's like white tablecloths. There's no one there really either. And finally the manager comes and grabs us and he like starts walking us over to this little gazebo. And I see this like beauty. It literally looks like it's out of a movie. It's this beautiful white gazebo looking over like the sunset and the ocean. And there's like a bottle of champagne and flowers on the table. And so I see that and I immediately am like, okay, maybe this could be it, but I'm like, I'm still not a hundred percent sure. It should, it could just be a really nice birthday. birthday. Oh yeah. My God. So we start walking a little bit more to the left and I see all the little candlelights in the shape of a heart on the ground. And that's when I immediately knew I started oh freaking God. out. I like went to put my phone in my purse to like free up my hands. I'm like walking outside of the heart. I'm like, I don't know what to do. Like, do I go in the heart? Do I go out the heart? And there's like, what did music. you say? Did you say like, oh my God, this is gorgeous. Like I, I, what a I dramatic did. birthday dinner we're having. Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure I said something like, oh my God, this is gorgeous. And like, before I could get another word out of my mouth, I like, you know, there's like music playing. I think it was like Ed Sheeran's like, you look perfect or something oh. like that marry me one in the background. Oh my and God. Then and then there's a photographer and I like, don't even notice the photographer until <laughs> after, but he gets down on one knee and wait, so he didn't start talking to you first. He just like, he got down on his knee. He was quiet and just like took me inside of the, the heart. And I think he said like, come here. And I just immediately started crying. Like I, I have the chills. <laughs> I know I, I do too. Every time we're living it. Um, Wait, so what did he say? I need, so, so I need the whole spiel. So he just got down on one knee and he kind of blacked out too. Apparently he had written down all of these, um, what do you call it? Not vows, but like, I don't a know. Thing a thing to say. A thing to say when you're on a knee and you're blacking <laughs> out because you're so nervous. <laughs> well, he blacks out. He doesn't say anything that he wrote down. And he, I'm pretty sure, because like I also blacked out, he said something along the lines of, like, Shelby, I love you. Will you marry me? And I'm crying, crying, I'm like, yes, 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 of course. Like, I think I actually forgot to say yes um, at the beginning because I was like Just so crying. panicked. And my eyes are like filled with tears. So he like pops open this little like pink case with the ring in it. And I can't see the ring for like a solid like 20 seconds because my <laughs> eyes are just filled. You're like, don't and mess up my mascara. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, finally I like, 
get the tears out and I see it. And I was like, oh my God, Mac is what I said. And, and for just- anyone who hasn't seen the ring, it is the most epic ring you could ever put. Like, I'm not like, I've obviously never looked at wedding rings for myself, but like, it is epic. I've been like you look at, at it, it and you're like, that is the freaking goal ring that you could put. Like, it's like a Cinderella movie. I've been staring at it this whole time she's been talking. Yeah, I would I would pass out. If somebody opened up the ring box that was in it, I would yeah. just fall off the cliff and just roll. I almost did. I almost did. And the, I like, I literally gasped and I was like, oh, oh my, my God. God. Like, <laughs> this is insane. Because like, I expected the ring to be like beautiful, but he took it to a whole other level and I was completely blown away. So. Which is so on brand for him. So on brand, like I said, grand gesture kind of guy. But anyways, I, you know, I bent down and kissed him. The music was playing and like, we just like kind of enjoyed it. We just like hugged each other. We're crying. I'm literally shaking the whole time. And then um, we took some photos afterwards and just like sat down and debriefed because one thing that no one ever had kind of had talked about or I don't know. I just wasn't aware that like this was a thing before I got engaged. Like once it happens, there's so much to talk about with the other person because you'd been hiding it for so long. So as soon as like it happened, you're like, oh my God, like I have to tell you this. And like, I was texting Winona and she told me not to wear this or say this. And and then I like find out he's been plotting with my friends for literally a year and you know find out how long he'd been designing the ring like did my family know what are we doing after you know all of yeah. those things and so it was really really fun to just like sit down and debrief and he bought us like this beautiful nice amazing like four course meal that I literally had one bite of because I was like so yeah. just like I felt such a rush and like I don't know had so much adrenaline so I didn't eat anything, but like we sat there and just kind of, you know, talked about everything. And then um, FaceTimed our parents and friends. When we went back to the hotel room, it was literally the cutest thing ever. There were like red rose petals all over the room. Oh my God. (laughs) So yeah, it was just like a, it was just a beautiful, beautiful night. Literally something out of a movie. Like he could not have planned it better. Um, it was amazing. Every time I look at my pictures, I'm like, I would do anything to relive this day. Like I showed everyone the pictures. (laughs) I showed both my parents. I showed my hairdresser because I just happened to be getting my hair done. And I said to her, I said, my big is going to get engaged right now. And I said, watch. And then I was going through and I was like, oh, there it is. There's the ring. Oh my God. It was the most gorgeous thing. I was fully living through you and you deserve you just deserve all of that. Like you're just an amazing oh. human. And I want to meet Max so bad in person. Like I've heard so much about him, but I know you need to meet him. He's probably the best. I mean, he has to be because he's totally just like treated you like a princess, literal princess. I oh, know, I know. It's amazing. That's the best marriage. I mean, you can't top that. You really can't. We'll have to have him on and just, you know, just psychoanalyze him the whole time. Like, why are you this way? And why, why are men not? I'll get it out of him. I'll find yeah, something. You, you guys will have to try and pinpoint any red flags. <laughs> yeah, we'll be like, yeah. So why exactly do you do this this way? And how did you know to do that? Like, did someone tell you to do that? Or did you just know to do that on your own? 
We have one yeah, question. <laughs> I mean, the, the crazy, scary thing is that I think he just knew how to do it. Well, I don't know. He, his dad's a really great example, I would say. So I think he's that's helpful. That's yeah. helpful. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people just have really good souls too. So yeah, it is. True. I think, I think that everyone listening to this is just going to have so much hope. And I hope that it really makes everybody raise their freaking bar higher. Yes. Yeah. And now you know what red flags to look for. And we're going to post pictures of Shelby's engagement so that we can all live through them and hope that mm-hmm. one day we all get that. And I love so that you exciting. had such a special story from a dating app because from Hinge, you, you don't hear about that very often. It, it happens. I know so many people, especially in Denver. I don't know if it's like a bigger thing in Denver or what, but I know so many couples that have met on like Hinge or Tinder or Bumble and they are happily like married or engaged now. I mean, at least probably like six or seven couples that I know just in Denver. That's so cool. I love that. Yeah. So there's hope. You've given me hope. I mean, dating apps, they really work. They do. So you just have to be patient and it just has to be the right time and the right person. Unless you're Shelby and it'll be within five minutes. Yeah. First person you match with. <laughs> totally normal. Yeah. Totally not normal. I mean, timing is everything. It really mm-hmm. is. So yeah. it'll all work out. Well, thank you so much for te- like sharing all of that with us because that was the highlight of my week. I loved that. Oh, um, and we've been wanting to have you on for a while and it's so fun to have you in the love series. I think that people are going to s- enjoy this conversation so much. And um, yeah, we just were really grateful that you came on to talk to us. Yeah, well, thank you guys for having me. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing what else comes out of the love series because, you know, everybody's story is different for sure. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's going to be fun. Thank you for listening to the Darling Girls podcast. If you liked what you heard, be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Also, you can keep up with us on Instagram at Darling Girls Pod. See you next time.